thank you for listening to the podcasts from Life Central Church. For more information or to visit one of our locations, go to lifecentralchurch.org.uk. Hi and welcome. Thank you so much for connecting with us. Wasn't that song amazing? And every single week in this series, our musicians uh, with a different lead vocalist every week are going to bring you a cracking summer tune. And that was amazing. Guys, thank you so much. But you know, music creates memories, doesn't it? In fact, just a couple of weeks ago on Facebook, okay, um, a bunch of people, I grew up in the Salvation Army, okay, so many, many years ago. So we used to play brass instruments and chords music, and a bunch of people my age put a load of songs and pieces of music that we created, listen for it, in 1981 and 1982. I really am that old. And believe it or not, they were recording music back in 1981 and 1982. And what was really interesting is that all these people were listening to this music from 40 years ago. It was creating memories and people were talking about, oh, do you remember this? And you remember when we did that? And that's what music does. It evokes such a lot. And I think summer music evokes a lot as well. So here's a question for you guys. Whatever platform you're watching on, I want you to engage right now. What tune, what summer song would you wind the windows down in your car and pump up really loud? What song would you put on in your car really loud and for you, it would make you feel summery? So for me, The Boys of Summer, Walking on Sunshine, or my favourite summer song, Mr. Blue Sky. How can you listen to Mr. Blue Sky and not feel happy? And that's the theme of what we're going to look at today, how to build a happy life. You know, there was a recent YouGov poll and they suggested this, 87% of people said they'd rather have a happy society than a wealthy society. And there was no difference depending on their age or their gender or their diversity. In fact, what do you want for your kids more than anything else? I want them to be, finish it, I want them to be happy. That's what people say. We want to be happy. But our culture defines happiness in terms of trite and twee sound bites. A little bit like this one here. Live the life you love and you'll love the life you live. Or this one. Love what you do and you'll never work a day again in your life. Well, listen, I love what I do and I work, I know you're saying, one day a week. Honestly, I wish I did work one day a week, but I don't. And here's the third one. If you can dream it, then you can become it. Guys, that isn't life. That's Disney. That's what that is. And sometimes summer music can make you feel a little bit like that as well. And it can kind of, it can kind of delude you a little bit. Let me give you an example. And I shared this on social media yesterday. I went on a long bike ride and it was great. And I loved the bike ride, but I was listening to some music in my ears uh, around the country lanes. And I was listening to nostalgic 80s and 90s rock music, okay? So as I was cycling around the country lanes and I'm listening to Eye of the Tiger, Don't Stop Believing, Living on a Prayer, it so pumped me up that when I got home, I thought, do you know what? I must have broken all land speed records. I mean, Bradley Wiggins, Christopher Hoy, move out the way, I'm here. Then when I looked at the the data on my app, the data doesn't lie. And the data said, Leon, you're a middle-aged bloke going really slowly around the country lanes. The music had deluded me. And our culture has this kind of music when it comes to happiness. And our culture says, you know, you'll be happy, you know, if. You'll be happy if. 
And it's kind of if and then. So if I make my fortune, then I'll be happy. If I meet the man or the woman in my dreams, then I'll be happy. If it works out the way I want it to, then I will be happy. But happiness isn't something that we pursue. It's not something that we pursue. In fact, happiness isn't about an if at all. Happiness is all about a when. It's a when. And a guy called Stephen Covey, who wrote a world famous book called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, he said this, every human has four endowments, self-awareness, conscience, independent will, and creative imagination. These give us the ultimate human freedom, the power to choose to respond and to change. And guys, here's the big idea I wanna really leave with you today. This is the idea we're gonna open up as we dive into the book of Psalms in a moment. Here is the idea, here it is. The choices we make today will shape the stories we tell tomorrow. How to build a happy life? The choices we make today will shape the stories we tell tomorrow. Every day, you and I have choices. What have music and choices got to do with the book of Psalms? Here's where we go. You see, the book of Psalms is like God's playlist. You see, the Psalms, are many of them were, were originally written to be songs. And they're songs and they're poetry. And here's the interesting thing. Psalm 1 is God's first track on his playlist. You see, you won't find God's playlist on iTunes or Spotify. You have to look in the Bible. It's the book of Psalms. But Psalm 1 is literally, it's like the middle C on a piano. It's like everything else is anchored by Psalm 1. Now, before we open up, I want to get a little bit technical with you this morning or or whenever you're watching this. Is that okay? Well, I'm going to do it anyway because I've got the microphone. So here we go. So basically, Western poetry is based on metre and rhyme, but Hebrew poetry is not. In fact, one of the most favourite structures of Hebrew poetry is something called parallelism. And parallelism is a structure of thought where you get two ideas and you lay them next to each other. And often these two ideas are compare or contrast. Let me give you an example of parallelism. You will have heard or you will know that famous quote from the moon landing when Neil Armstrong stepped off the Apollo craft onto the moon. And he said this, one small step for man, one, finish it, giant leap for mankind. That is a parallelism. In fact, it's an antithesis parallelism. Big words today. It's basically two ideas laid together. This is a small step for man, but a giant leap for mankind. Psalm 1 is a parallelism where the psalmist puts two lives next to each other. And he says, you get to choose what kind of life you want to build. If you want to build a happy life, you need to choose the way this guy is doing. If you choose the other way, you're going to have a whole different life. So there are two choices if we want to build a happy life. Choice number one, choose to step away. Choose to step away. Now, some of you might say, hang on a minute. Psalm 1 in my Bible doesn't talk about happy. It talks about blessed. And that's true. But actually, the Hebrew word blessed has different meanings. The verb means to be blessed, to be favoured by God. But the noun version, which is the one we get here, literally does mean happy. So we're going to look at the Good News Bible, which which translates it this way. So here we go. Psalm 1, verse 1. Happy are those who reject the advice of evil people, who do not follow the example of sinners, or join with those who have no use for God. The psalmist says sometimes we have to say no in order to be able to say yes. 
We want to live, we want to live, live, we want to live, we want to build a happy life. That means we need to choose to say no in order so that we can choose to say yes. And the psalmist says the first thing you need to do is to choose to step away. When you'll get unhealthy advice, you know, you get that kind of unfruitful influence. You get that, that just unhelpful um, example of people. You need to choose to step away. You see, who influences you shapes you. Who speaks into your life determines the kind of life you get to live. I heard this or read this many years ago and I think it's so true. You show me your friends and I'll show you your future. You show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Who is speaking into your life right now? We need to choose to step away from unhelpful advice. You know, the Bible is full of this kind of idea. In fact, in Proverbs 13 verse 20 from the message, it says this, Become wise by walking with the wise. Hang out with fools and watch your life fall to pieces. You want to build a happy life? You've got to choose to step away. So let me ask you a few questions. Whoever you are, whether you're a follower of Jesus or not, who loves you enough to tell you the truth? Who loves you enough to tell you the truth? You know, sometimes I think we think, we, we say we've got friends, but sometimes we value the friendship more than we value the friend. And we're not willing to speak truth into each other's lives because maybe we just don't care enough for each other. But you know, Brené Brown, who was that famous author, she wrote this, without feedback, there can be no transformative change. You know, I am not the best person to, to know how I am doing. In fact, sometimes it's, it's better for other people to see that in me. Who loves you enough to tell you the truth? You know, if you've got people who only tell you what you want to hear, you want to step away from them. You want to walk towards people who love you enough to tell you the truth. Do you have people in your life that will carry you when you can't carry yourself? One of my favourite stories in the New Testament is a story about a guy who's paralysed and he has four friends and they, they put him on a mat and they carry him to, this, to where they know Jesus is and they, they see a big crowd and they push through the crowd and then they, they, they lower him through the roof and they do all they can to crash through barriers to get their friend closer to Jesus. Do you have friends like that? Guys, wherever you're watching this from, do you have friends in your life who will carry you when you can't carry yourself? That's how to build a happy life. It's not how much money you've got, not how, how big your car is or how fancy your house is or how many conservatories you've got. It's how many friends do you have in your life who will carry you when you can't carry yourself? And then do you have people who bring out the best in you, not the worst in you? I'm beginning to realise, you know, quite a few things during this period that we're in right now. And I'm beginning to realise that comparison is a killer and cynicism is a killer. And if you hang around the, 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 those kind of people that, that draw out that comparison thing in you or draw out cynicism, it damages your soul and it damages your spirit. And, 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 you know, this is one of the reasons at Life Central that we think connect groups, which are our name for small groups, are so important. I am so grateful to God for my connect group. And just a bunch of people. And we met um, this week on Zoom. And, and the ability just to connect with each other and to, and to speak truth and encouragement into each other's lives is so important. You want to build a happy life? Choose to step away from unhelpful, unhealthy influence. So, so important. But then there's another choice that you and I have to make. And it's this. We've got to choose not only to step away, but secondly, choose to step in. Choose to step in. Listen to what it says in verse 2. Instead, the psalmist says, they find joy in obeying the law of the Lord and they study it 
day and night. So here's the word instead, and we're getting excited now. Because the psalmist is saying, if you want to build a happy life, step away from bad influence. Instead, and so our ears have pricked up and we're ready. Instead, obey the rules and love Bible study. Living the dream, aren't we? Obey the rules and love Bible study. Seriously, is that how we build a happy life? Obey the rules and love Bible study. Any of you remember this guy? Any of you remember this guy? Who is it? Yep, Thomas the Tank Engine, okay. Now, Thomas the Tank Engine, there's an episode, I haven't watched this recently, okay, but there is an episode of Thomas the Tank Engine where he's come off the tracks and he's lying on his side and he's shouting out, I'm free, I'm free. Of course, he's not free, is he? He's just fallen off the tracks. And I think sometimes as human beings, we tend to think that freedom, happiness comes when we do our own thing. But here's the thing, life doesn't work that way. God has designed it for there to be tracks to run on. Just think about marriage. Marriage runs well when you're on the tracks and when you're off the tracks. It's not freedom, it's chaos. It's chaos. And often we don't want to build a happy life because we don't want to run on the tracks that will deliver it. And... um, you know, I, I, I think we don't choose happiness because we just think, well, we, we don't want to choose to do that. We want to do our own thing. But, you know, here's the thing that, that what, what the psalmist says is that if you want to build a happy life, you choose to step away from bad influence and instead you choose to step in to your relationship with God. And that's what he's saying. He's not saying obey the rules and love Bible study. He's saying make much of the relationship that you have with God because he is your creator and he knows the tracks that you are best suited to run on. And it says actually uh, in some translations, meditate on it day and night. Now I want to throw three words at you on the screen, okay? Here they come. Meditate, ruminate and marinate. Woohoo! Three big words. Meditate. Meditate literally means to think out the implications for life. So guys, when you read the Bible, okay, whether you're a follower of Jesus or not, and if you're not a follower of Jesus, I want to encourage you to read the Bible. Don't start at the beginning, all right? Start in the Gospels, all the bits about Jesus. That's the place to start. Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. But when you read it, meditate on it. Meditate isn't about sitting in a funny position with some candles and going, it isn't about that. It's literally, it means to think out the implications for life. Ruminate literally means to like chew the cud. Like, you know, you've seen cattle that chew something over and over again. And it's like, we look at the Bible and we chew on it and we, we ruminate and then marinate literally means you let it soak. And here's the thing, if you want to build a happy life, dive into what God says in His Word and meditate on it. Think about what does this mean for my life? Ruminate, chew it over and then marinate, let it soak. This is another reason why connect groups are so important. Last Sunday, I spoke on on, on what does Jesus say about purpose and then this week in our connect group, we meditated on what that meant. We ruminated, we marinated in what, we thought out what are the implications for our lives. It was so rich and so, so important. 
And guys, if you're not yet in a connect group, we would love you. In fact, at the end of my talk, in a few minutes, I'm going to give you an opportunity if you would love to join one of these connect groups, either kind of like physically, although we're not meeting physically at the moment, but if you're from our area or if you're from miles away, you can join virtually as well. We would love to connect with you virtually. You see, when you choose to step in, you're stepping into your relationship with God. Now, Life Central people, I want to say a few things to you guys, okay? You know, 20 weeks ago, we went into lockdown. 20 weeks ago, nothing was open. 20 weeks ago, I said this to you, and many of you have heard this, start your day with Jesus and end your day with Jesus. Join online weekly, step in. And many of you did that. Here's what I've noticed. Over the last 20 weeks, many of us have stopped doing that. As life has opened up a bit or as we've got a little bit fed up of online or digital or Zoom, many of us have stepped away from the things we were doing 20 weeks ago. If you step away from your relationship with Jesus, don't wonder why, you know, don't, you don't need to wonder why you don't feel connected to God and maybe you don't have that happiness that you know you want to have deep in your life. I want to encourage you guys, lean into your relationship with Jesus. Guys, be fully present you know, I heard some people say, oh yeah, it's great I've got you online now. I can listen to you while I'm cleaning out the bathroom. Really? Is that how you're going to step into your, to your relationship with God? You know, is that how you're going to do it? If I said to my wife, hey, Alison, I'd really want to spend some time with you. Can you just talk to me while I'm cleaning out the bathroom? I think that's not being fully present, is it? I want to encourage you guys, step into your relationship with Jesus. 20 weeks ago, we said, start the day with God and end the day with God. That's not a great thing for lockdown. That's a great thing for life. As we lean into our relationship with Jesus, as we meditate on who He is and what He's done, as we ruminate, as we marinate in the truth of the Bible, I believe that will build a happy life inside of us. You see, often in our culture, happy is equated to happenings. If this happens, then I'll be happy. Happiness isn't to do with happenings, it's to do with on the inside. And then the psalmist says, when you choose to step away from the unhelpful, unhealthy advice and influence, and when you choose to step into your relationship with God and you run on the tracks that God has laid out for you, this is the result. This is the happy life that you and I want to build. In verse three, it says this. They are like trees that grow beside a stream that bear fruit at the right time and whose leaves do not dry up. They succeed in everything they do. Guys, this is a description of a happy life. I don't know whether this person is rich or not. That doesn't bring you happiness. I don't know whether this person is married or not. That doesn't bring you happiness. I don't know what kind of house this person has. That doesn't bring you happiness. This is what builds a happy life. And there are four things I wanna just rattle through. Number one, a happy life is a grounded life. It's like a tree that's rooted and established. It means that you're centred. It means that when life throws curved balls at you, when a pandemic comes, when you're furloughed, when you're made redundant, when your relationship breaks up, you know, yes, you, you're sad and that's absolutely true and you're anxious and all of that, but you know deep down that there's a rootiness, there's a centeredness. You're like a tree who is grounded. A happy life is a grounded life. Secondly, a happy life is a fruitful life. You know, in some um, translations, it says that, that these kind of people, they, they bear fruit in every season. 
You know, I, I was uh, delivering some chocolates this week. Some of us as staff are delivering chocolates to various people in our church. You know, those that maybe we feel are a bit disconnected or just people we, we kind of want to do that. And, and I, I knocked on the door and, and chatted to this lady and she's going through a difficult time in her, in her circumstances. But she shared with me how even though she's going through a difficult time, just this last week she got to pray for her friend's daughter and lead her into a relationship with Jesus. And I thought, there is someone Who's, who's living a fruitful life, you know, because it's not just about circumstances, it's about there's something deeper going on inside them. A happy life is a fruitful life. A happy life is an energised life. You know, you're rooted and, and, and there's energy and there's, and there's the, the nutrients of the water coming and, and the leaves are bearing, you know, fruit and, and, and there's energy and there's life and that's a happy life. Not about the external, it's the internal, which is so important. And then fourthly, a happy life is a healthy life. You know, it says that in this version that they'll succeed in all they do. In other translations, it says that they will prosper. That word prosper isn't about being wealthy, okay? It isn't about that. It literally, the word prosper means to push through, to move forward. It means there's a health about your life. Even if you don't have physical health, or financial health, there's a spiritual health, there's a character health, and that means that you keep moving forward, you keep pressing forward. A guy called Dallas Willard said this, the most important thing in your life is not what you do, it's who you become, because that's what you take into eternity. And guys, I want to say to you as we come to, to wrap up, you know, this is so important that we understand what the psalmist is saying here in Psalm 1. You see, this parallelism, this, this kind of, there's two ways you can live. You can, you can go that way or you can go that way is so true. And Jesus was also the master of parallelism. In fact, in Matthew 7, he, he tells a variety of stories that are all parallelisms. And his most famous one comes at the end of Matthew 7. And he does this amazing story where he tells the story of two men. And it's a parallelism because he puts them both side by side. And these two men build a house. And when they build a house, these two men experience storms and the rains come. But one man's house stands and the other man's house falls. And you see, here's where Jesus compares and then contrasts. Here's the comparison. Every single person builds a life. If you're a follower of Jesus today, you're building a life. If you're not a follower of Jesus and you just tuned in for some reason or you just stumbled across us on YouTube, you're building a life as well. That's the same. Comparison number two, every single person has storms come their way. If you're a follower of Jesus, you'll have storms. If you're not a follower of Jesus, you'll have storms. So compare, we all build a life. Compare, we all face storms. Here's the contrast. Only one house stands, the other falls. Why? Because the one chose to build his life on the rock. In other words, he chose to step away from the unhealthy and unhelpful and he chose to step in and to lean in to God and to build his or her life on the rock that is Jesus. Guys, I want to say to you, whether you're a follower of Jesus or not, if you want to build a happy life, it isn't to do with the happenings of life. It's all to do with the choices of life. The choices we make today will shape the stories we get to tell tomorrow. And can I say, you and I are often just one small decision away from beginning to build a happy life, even in lockdown, even with COVID-19 still around. 
you and I can begin to build a happy life, but we have to make some choices. And sometimes that's one decision at a time. We don't get to choose maybe some of the things that happen to us in life, but we do get to choose our response and our, and our reaction to that. And I just want to say to you, you know, we're going to spend some time in a moment now just in what we call song worship. And, and again, this is a choice, guys. You can choose now to, oh yeah, they're going to do that song thing and I'll just back away or I'll go clean the, the house or mow the lawn. Of course you can do that. That's your choice. You can step away or you can choose to step in right now. Maybe you are a follower of Jesus and, and in these moments and online, you, you struggle to connect spiritually. Guys, can I just say, I understand that. But again, you've got a choice. Do you step away or do you step in? Do you lean in? Do you push in? Do you say, Jesus, you're bigger than any of that and I can experience you right here in my room, right here in my house, right here on my screen. I can experience the power of your spirit. Maybe you're someone who's not yet a follower of Jesus. You could choose to find out a little bit more. You know, we run something here called Alpha Course. We're gonna be starting Alpha online virtually in September. Check it out on our website and, and just click a button and say, hey, that's a choice. You could make that decision right here and right now. Or maybe for some of you, you need to choose to step away from some unhealthy, unhelpful, unfruitful influence into your life. You know, I, I'm having to make some of those choices right now as well and choosing to, to step away from some certain things and choosing to lean into some other things as well because I want to build the kind of life that God wants me to build. So that's your choice and my choice. So maybe some of you today uh, would like prayer and you'd love someone to pray for you right now. Maybe things are tough for you. Maybe you want the courage to step in or you want the courage to step away. We would love to pray for you right now. In fact, all on the platforms that you're engaging with us at Church Online, YouTube or Facebook, there's a little uh, response thing coming up right now. And as I pray for you, you can also have someone pray for you individually and you can respond to that right now. So I'm going to pray for you guys. And then we're going to worship and we're going to worship Jesus and we're going to invite Jesus to build, you know, to be at the centre of our lives so that we will build a happy life on that rock Yet we can't stop the storm, but we can get to choose where our house is built. Let me pray for you right now. Jesus, I want to thank you so much that in this summer season where many of us are resting a bit or going on holiday, we can also be reminded that we can build a happy life, not because of what happens around us, but because of the choices that we make in the middle of it. God, I pray that you give us the courage to choose to step away from anything that is unhelpful or unfruitful. And that we would lean in, lean into you, that we would meditate and ruminate and marinate in the truth and the goodness of what you've done. God, let us fall deeply in love again with the God who is deeply in love with us. And Jesus, as we do that, as we place you at the centre, God, we thank you that we can build that kind of happy life. In fact, you will build that happy life within us. In Jesus' name, amen.